get ready, let's get ready, let's get ready to rumble. Happy Tuesday, people! Whoop, whoop, whoop. We became a bit of a musical duet. We have! That, that's like the new thing. Mm, 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 mm. We maybe should start the podcast every episode with a sing song. I'm not committing to that. <laughs> Come on, you're good. <laughs> no, I know I'm good. But We're back, everybody. <laughs> Me, Jessica, Zoe, and G Dog is here. Somebody messaged and said, Where was G last episode? But he said it was all about me, so he was quiet as a moose. Everyone messaged you. Yeah, they did. Oh, I'm back. Hee <laughs> hee. Um, thank you so much for some nice messages from last week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and you learned a little bit of the insightful world of influencing. How are you feeling about your interview last week, Jessica? Fine. Feared up a little. <laughs> I, lie. I had the Monday scaries because we had a heavy weekend in. Uh, London, didn't we? London town, yep. I'm still actually rough. That can't, it can't be true. R-U-F-F, rough. Rough. <laughs> oh, right. I, I thought you were saying, are you rough? Like, asking, no. me, asking me a question, then I thought, What's, what does FF no. stand for? Like, I'm really not down with it anymore. <laughs> Fucking fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a heavy weekend. And I just feel like I haven't felt like I had a three-day hangover in a long time. And do you know why that is? Prosecco. But you chose that as your drink for that day, and I do not understand that. Zoe, your drink was Prosecco, just with Aperol added in. <laughs> right, okay, you're absolutely correct. But <laughs> I am. I think we moved on. There was at one point you were drinking Prosecco and I was very shocked by the choice. And it wasn't at the start, because that was more understandable. Yeah. My, do you know why that was, though, Zoe? Because when we went to the second place, it was like a, a revolution bar. Be at one, it's Be called. at one, yeah. Some would call it a Weatherspoon's. Yeah. <laughs> so when we went there, I thought it would be wise, girl, to stick to the same drink. I thought, then this is, this is where I start mixing the drinks. Clever. So if I stay on it, but no, <laughs> that's a fucking myth. Because I was rough. Well, I didn't get in until five o'clock in the morning, so maybe that was the problem. But then also bearing in mind when we went to um, the Prince, we were on... Double vodkas. Double vodkas. And because the service was so slow, because it was so busy... So busy. We got about ten at a time. I also did, don't um, drink vodka. It's just because you lot drink it. I just thought, OK, I'll just be easy and just have the same. I just think I vodka lemonade and lime so easy. Yeah. I mean, it was nice, but oh, my God... But we had fun, didn't we? It was such a good weekend, I loved it. We went to, um, I actually haven't posted anything. I don't think any of us did really, but we went to the Skinny Kitchen, which is the same chain as the one in Ibiza, if anyone's been. Yeah. Brunch, and it, is it on Saturdays? Every Saturday? Yeah, it's a boozy brunch. I don't know if it's every Saturday, but they do like a few different settings, I think. Yeah. And it's one of the places where it's like that tacky way where there's like a saxophone player. Yeah, the a people singer. with them goddamn disco balls on the head. I can't bear it. Like nothing triggers me more than nothing that. Triggers um, me more. But they were but good. But the singer and the dancers were so good. Um, and I feel like even though a saxophone player is a bit like, oh, right, we get it. It is a yeah. buzz at that in that kind of atmosphere. And it was also like just full of women, like ninety nine point nine percent of women. There was one man next to us on a. Oh, was he even? A, was he a gay best friend? I don't know. No, I think they were on a date, right? And then <laughs> towards the end, that girl was like sexually dancing. Did you notice that? Was she? 
Like, no, that way where like, you dance slow and like, you move your Ooh, bum. No, but he was just like looking at it and I thought... Oh, yeah, you're getting it to NASA. I thought, what a strange date. <laughs> um, but no, that was so fun. But and what I, just... I will say about that, though, if you do want a boozy brunch, because obviously, you know, as we've said before in Scotland, it was 90 minutes of unlimited booze. You don't have that here in Scotland. But it was... They really didn't, like... They allowed you to take the piss. They were coming up to me, filling up my glass at sorry at every second, wasn't it? Was it was never empty. And I think that was because I chose a Prosecco, so that's a good tip if you do mm -hmm. do it. Do go for the Prosecco if, for that reason if you want. But even the Aperols, like there was a couple of times we asked, but that's because we were being absolute like 12-year-old dafties and being like, let's down our drink. Yeah. So that was the only reason we were running out. But then there was a few times we asked and they were like, oh no, they're coming. Yeah. So like you have... They already knew. I feel like there's staff have their dedicated tables and they're just on you at all times. We even got food there and the food was really nice. Yeah, the food was nice. And quick. Yeah. Delicious. Get the food out of the way onto the booze. Yeah. The boozy brunch. Yes, yeah, so we recommend that. It isn't somewhere that any of us would probably choose to go, but because it's one of those places where I think everyone there, everybody there, was there for either a big birthday celebration yeah. or a hen do. It's like an occasion. Yeah. And I think for that, it was thing. good. Yeah. And the music was great. Like, the singer came out singing Whitney Houston. and Yeah. It was really fun. Everyone was, like, up dancing. Yeah. Great times, guys. I was actually up dancing quite, like, near the start. Like, sometimes I really come out with shell situations. You were, you were winding and grinding, sis. Um, I so how I was grinding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mo Molly, perhaps. <laughs> so... Haven't really got a spit or swallow per se, but I do have a few little treats here that I thought we could just eat that are like trending at the moment. There's a full tote bag on the table. Yeah. So, I have bought this new salt and vinegar mayonnaise from Marks and Spencers. Obviously, I had to buy that. A creamy mayonnaise with malt vinegar and cider vinegar. I was going to buy some chips, but I thought it'd be cold by the time we ate them. So I bought mm. some salted crisps. See, that's what I actually imagine. Dipping it in? Yeah. Really? Crisps into that. I don't know why that is. I had it last night with salmon, veg and rice. And it, I mean, it was bizarre, but we normally do have mayo with that little blob. Like sriracha mayo, but... Um, yeah, but sriracha mayo and salt and vinegar mayo is completely... Yeah, it, was, it wasn't really quite right, yeah. but it was still delicious because you know me, I love <coughs> anything vinegary. So I've got lots of Tyrell's, Tyrell's salted, lightly salted crisps. I would say Tyrell. And then I bought it some Dairyly Dunkers just in case you wanted to dig them in. Then... So fast with the pasta. I bought this and I can't get over how good it tastes. Pippa Nut, sweet and salty peanut butter, crunchy. It is so good. It's their new one. It's just come out and I got it from Tesco. As you can see, I've hammered it already. Fucking a joke. And I think you've tried this before. The Grenade Oreo Protein Bar. I knew it was going to be that. so good. They are so good. I've had one of them today. Have you? Yeah, I love it. They're not even overhyped. I actually think they're genu genuinely they're not so good. The one you thing like I will say. They're the best ones yet. Really? Yeah. They're the ones that are the least like thick and proteiny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they taste a chocolate bar. But also the one thing I need to know is why that needs to be three pounds. Yeah, by the way, I just went to McCall's there and it was three quid and I was like, what? The I fuck? bought three the other day and that was a tenner on three chocolate bars essentially. You're joking, three quid? Three quid. But then do you know where I have been recently who who have a lot of grenade bars and have always had the Oreo ones in? Holland and Barrett. 
Really? And they've been 250 in there. Mm. You wouldn't think that either, because Holland Barrett can be quite expensive. Oh, the apple is it? I bought an apple with the peanut butter. Because right, I love okay. that, do you? Organised, yeah. Get apple dipped in peanut butter or banana is just perfection. I don't really want to cut it on that lovely business HQ magazine. <laughs> or, the, or the table, perhaps. <laughs> Maybe I'll get <laughs> Right, we're back. We're back in the room. I love pink lady apples, do you? Yeah, it needs to be a pink lady. I'm not a fan of green apples. Well, when I was trying to eat like less sugar back in the day, I used to have Granny Smiths and they just, I mean, they were good, but they weren't it. I would not think that apples have a different level of sugar in them. They do, don't they? Pink lady apples are way more sugary than green apples. Yeah, but it's it's not terrible sugar. Yes. Yeah, like it's like natural. Yeah. Is it not like a natural sugar? No, it comes with fibre. It's not like drinking apple juice. Like that's pure I sugar. love apple juice. <laughs> you do, don't you? <laughs> love apple juice. But what I have realised is do not drink that on a hangover. Why? So acidic. Heartburn. Makes you sick. Oh, Zoe threw up everyone. <laughs> she was vomiting. I did. But I was in the room myself at this point because, like, you were in the taxi, like, behind us. Um, and I was so glad I was in that room on my own because I just had to get that over and she done with. She was vomiting up lumps of chicken nuggets. <laughs> 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 I just had a McDonald's and I thought, just eat the McDonald's, it'll make you feel better. And you know that way you're instantly sick. And it was, I was choking on the, the lumps. Yeah. But anyway, that's oh, too much information. Okay. Wow, just about to eat some lumpy peanut butter. Here we go. Right. This is that. Gee, do you want some? No, no, thanks. Why not? <laughs> I just had that. <laughs> right. Cheers. Oh my god. Mmm. Isn't that good? Oh. How good is that? That is delicious, actually. Do you know what other peanut butter I really recommend? Manny Life. I think that's how you say it. It's like smoother and runny like this. It's pepper nut used to be my favourite, but then that came in. But this one, I think, tops it. Because it's got the sweetness in it, it's made it more, like, runny. Oh, my yeah, fuck. Yeah, I really like that. I'm going to make that hyped up to hell. Because it deserves it. And then nobody will be able to buy it because you've sold it out. Yeah, exactly that. And then hopefully they'll work. Like that fucking tikka marinade that nobody can get. <laughs> I've not had that for a while. Although my, my flat needs a break from that because I could Stinks. I can smell it three weeks later. <laughs> right, next up... Have a little bit of on today. Extra protein, get it in you. Mm. Oh my god! I think it's the layer of the white icing in that that's so good. It is, but that's the best bit about an Oreo. Mm. The white bit. We put this. We should have done savoury then sweet. We've went all over shop here. <sighs> so it's also munching on crispy M and M's, which, in my opinion, are the best. Although Jiddy bought me back some caramel M and M's from Coachella. And we ate them in London, didn't we? The way we were eating on that trip. <laughs> They're listening, everyone. <laughs> Me and Terry checked into the hotel. <laughs> you were taking up dead feathers before. And there was like a shelf when you walked in. And there was like packets of crisps and like little packets of brownies. It's uh, like they some like bread, yeah. brownies and flapjacks and shit you get, you know, like in wee hotels like that. We ate every single pack, went up to Jilly's room, ate all them. Realised it were three quid each. <laughs> <laughs> we ransacked the whole two rooms of them. 
Then but, the next morning I noticed you were drinking the cans of whatever that was. That <laughs> was just so gaggy. But I didn't even ask you about it at the time, so I was too hungover. <laughs> I needed a Coke Zero so badly, but I was drinking fizzy apple. Yeah, and then Jelly gave us these snacks, which was M&M's, um, like a couple different ones. And we just sat in bed and ate like every single one of them as well. Mm. Right, let's get this over and done with. Last but not least... I'm full. It's not a film meal. I've just on plate. Yep. Don't let it mix with that peanut butter. That'll throw me to a place that would be. <laughs> but this is going to sound nice on the microphone. All this munching. <laughs> An ASMR episode. Wonder if that angry customer still listens who doesn't like his eating. Angry customer. <laughs> if you do, hello. I'm extra wheezy today. Right, Chris for you, Chris for me. I've tried this, so... Nothing describes you more than there being a plate in front of you and you're putting the crisp on the table, not on the plate. (laughs) 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 It's chaotic, okay? Right. I'm full. Get quite a bit on there. Mmm. I can't believe you're licking the mayo. Just eat the crisp with it. No, but I'm trying to suss out the mayo, oh. like, as, as its own person. I'd say it's a very silky mayonnaise. Yeah. Isn't it? What am I eating that with, chips? Yeah, pizza. What do you have mayo with? Ham and... Maybe, like, a ham and cheese sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I can't quite put my finger on it. I think M&S are very... Innovative with their ideas. I feel like I need to try it with something else because the crisp has got that flavour anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Um, also, a quick shout out to um, some previous episodes. Lots of you messages about the bookings with Fiona and Kerry, and I thought that was really cute because we said, mm-hmm. didn't we, to make sure you tell us if you book in, and we've had lots of nice messages, haven't we? Loads. People loving it. They said they felt completely safe in their hands, or they've had a wonderful facial. They've booked in for a bridal facial for the next few weeks. Botox for the first time. Love stuff like that. I feel like the hydrofacial is the most popular, and so it deserves. Yeah. We need to book in for that. I know. But we fucked it now. We won't get in. This is what happens, people with as much influence as us, Jessica. <laughs> Influences the world and then we can't actually get anything, you see. Damn it. And then also on last week's podcast, we spoke about boxing. We had loads of people messages boxing gyms in Glasgow. Yeah, no. I couldn't name one because there was well. loads. But um, yeah, thank you for that. That's really sweet for sending us your little... Maybe we should just put a boxing bag up in the studio. Or maybe we could just punch G. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to go in your next week off of the head. You don't need I also have a couple of little shout-outs as well oh, to some this. of our male listeners out there because <gasps> there are a few. Dun, dun, you? A lot of them love G. They like G's uh, strong opinions. <laughs> we have some regular listeners that message us every week. Shout-out to you guys. But we have a lot of our female listeners' partners who sneakily listen but now absolutely love it. What's interesting about that is their partners listen and my partner does not listen. Well, no. Do you know what's funny? Richard listened today and we were having a... Not a blazing row, but he messaged me saying um, I was actually in Costa. 
working and he he messaged me like, why did you leave the house for shithole? Rah, rah, rah. Did he say this to you, G? <laughs> no, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> and then he messaged me, but, and by the way, you're stupid for not taking the Iron Brew deal. It's <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, ouch. <laughs> I love Iron Brew. Why don't you say yes? <laughs> Free cans forever. Shut up, mate. Um, anyway, so somebody messages saying, listening to the pod yesterday in the car and now my husband joins in and loves it too. After saying it would be too girly for him, he's now telling me to shush so he can hear everything that we say. Oh, love How that. How cute. We also had this voice note. I'm going to try and find it. Give me two seconds. How do you say this? A-O-I-B. A- what? How do you pronounce A-O-I in Irish? Oi. <laughs> <laughs> The <laughs> <laughs> I feel I made that up. Oi. No. How'd you spell it? A O I B. It's pronounced Eva. Wow, that's a lovely name. Eva. A O I B H E is pronounced Eva. Wow, I'll take that back. Love that name. Right, our lovely friend Oi Eva. <laughs> has um <laughs> I probably shouldn't even say her name, should I? But she won't mind. Um Hey guys, just thought I'd let you know. I live in Australia. I think I've written to you before. Live in Australia from Ireland, obviously. Rave about your podcast to absolutely everyone. I'm like, mm, don't know if you'd get Scottish and English crack, but sure. Listen anyways. So forced my Aussie boyfriend to listen to the podcast in the car um, last week. I was just like, come on, it's good. He's always got me listen to Joe Rogan. He rings me today. He does FIFO, which is fly in, fly out. And I was like, oh, what are you up to? He was just like, just prepping. I was like, what are you prepping? He was like, oh, just get myself set up here uh, to listen to the podcast. I was like, what podcast? And he goes, a lot on your plate. It's my new favourite podcast and it gives us something to chat about when I'm away here at work. I was like, what <laughs> the hell? Aw, and his name's Scott, so we need to give him a shout out. Hi, Scott. Oh, hi, Scott. She sounded a little bit like Cheryl Cole with an Irish twang. Don't you think? <laughs> um, no. Oh, I thought it was, you know, was I was just hearing like Irish. You're thinking of the, the actual Irish one for that band, Nadine Coyle. Oh, yeah, but she's she's from Derry, isn't she? <laughs> she's got a right Irish accent. Anyway, yeah, I love that. So any other guys that listen, you don't want to admit it. It's an open space now. Yeah. You've, you've got friends. We love it. And actually, Rich's best friend listens every week. Oh, and what about the guy who wrote in? Oh yes, we actually the guy has written in. A guy has written in. He's got a lot on his plate, <laughs> and we need to discuss because we need to help him out. This can't wait until the a lot on your plate episode. By the way, it needs to be discussed. Yeah, it needs to be discussed now immediately because we really appreciate you reaching out to us. Troops, I've got a topic you guys could maybe discuss on the next pod. I reckon, right, before we continue, his missus listens to this pod and he's getting through us to get through her. Ooh, sneaky. I do. Yeah, I agree, because I feel, yeah, there needs to be a connection somewhere yeah. for having me right into this. So if you think this is about you, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a topic you guys could maybe discuss on the next pod. Bit of advice or opinions on this. 
was looking for your views on your partner having lots of friends of the opposite sex. My girlfriend has a lot of male friends and doesn't really talk to a lot of girls. She goes to gaffs with males and she's the only girl there or goes on a night out and it's just her surrounded by guys. I'm not the jealous type or insecure, but when I bring it up to her about it, I always say I don't think it would be appropriate for me to hang out, just me and loads of girls, or be at a house party where I'm the only guy in a house full of girls. Just got told I'm looking too much into it. Am I? Lots of melty faces. I don't think he is looking into it too much, to be honest with you. I feel like that is just some people's friend situation, right? But he's absolutely right. It wouldn't sound okay if he was doing it. No, it wouldn't. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I think having friends the opposite sex obviously is absolutely fine, but I feel like naturally as you grow older, most people do end up in just groups with girls or just groups with boys just because I think people go off with like their partners and then it's their partner's friends that become their friends. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the big group of boys I was pals with school with, I'm just, I'm not anymore. Because they were friends with your boyfriend at the time? No, just oh, because, no. I don't know, we're just not. Yeah. I feel like it was just a drifting after school situation. Yeah. I feel like that's probably the typical thing that happens with like male and female groups. Yeah. But then you've got a lot of guy pals. Mm. That's why I thought it'd be quite interesting. But would you hang about with them a lot if you still lived at home? No, actually, not on my own. I've got a lot of guy friends, but I'm very rarely with them on my own. And if I am, most of them are gay. Yeah. So, not that that would matter either way, to be honest, but I don't know. I think if they were all straight and I was hanging about with all of them, I do think Richard would probably be a bit like, what's going on here then? But... He's so used to me having so many male friends before he met before he met me. So he's mm-hmm. not going to be like, oh, you can't have them friends. But I think if I all of a sudden became friends with a lot of guys, then that would be quite strange, like the opposite side to Richard. He doesn't really have lots of female friends, even though he thrives with females, which we've established because he just loves hanging about with us. <laughs> but I feel yeah, like... he really does. And I love that for him. But yeah. I do feel like if he started hanging about a loads of girls, I, yeah, I'd be like, that's not that strange. You don't mm-hmm. n- normally do that, but... We are quite relaxed. I don't really mind that sort of stuff. I don't particularly either, but I just think I wouldn't actually, even if they were all my close friends, I don't think I would feel that comfortable at a so-called gaff. Yeah. I assume all drunk. Yeah. We're all drinking at least. Just the only female. Like I feel like at some point, one of your guy pals or you must have a wee something, something. Is she, like, quite a tomboy, or do you reckon she just... Like, really into sports the same way they are or something? Like, a lot of the same interests? I don't know. I just think it's a bit alarming when a girl doesn't have girl pals. I just Yeah, do. well, when I was reading that out, I thought, mm, red flag. But I don't know, it's hard, <laughs> isn't it? It's a hard one, isn't it? Because it could be so I innocent. actually really appreciate people having friends from the opposite sex. I don't think that's a problem. But No, I do as well, but is it a problem when... That's the only friends. Yeah. all the opposite sex. Like, that does seem slightly odd. Because, hmm. like, I would speak to you about different things that I would speak to Jason about, and he's not even just my friend, obviously. Yeah. So, like, there's things that you need a girl perspective on or, like, advice or whatever. True. You're not getting that from a group of guys. True. I'm not asking them how tough they find things when they're on their fucking period, do you know what I mean? <laughs> True. Although they definitely get periods as well, I must say that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Graham, can we have your opinion on this one? Um, I think if he trusts his girlfriend or his partner, 
and she says there's nothing going on, I genuinely would lean towards that's fine. Trust her. I don't think she's the issue. The issue is the other guys. In experience, it's always in any friendship, a guy and a girl, somebody usually wants more, whether they say it or not. But if she's going to a house full of six guys, at least one of them thinks there's something happening or going on. That's exactly what I think. And the problem is that he can't bring it up to his girlfriend because it's as if he doesn't trust her. But in reality, it's like, oh, I trust you. I don't trust those other guys. Yeah, I just know what guys so think. True, yeah. yeah, I didn't think it from that perspective. But then if he brings it up in that way, it looks like he's jealous. Jealous, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of those situations where you can't really do anything about it until you have some hard evidence. You've got to trust her until there is something that makes you feel like you can't. Yeah. And then also, if this continues, she'll probably then start thinking, oh, fuck it, he thinks it anyway. And then she'll get drunk and... Yeah, the girl usually is... Not always, it's not always, but usually innocent. Genuinely yeah. just thinks that she enjoys male company, enjoys guy friends, and probably does genuinely just look at their friends. They're just not viewing it the same way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just how they're programmed. Think <laughs> with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. We have three opinions there, I love that. Also, <clears throat> oh, wow, you're right there. Also... <laughs> <laughs> No, he can't. Put me in a laugh. But it's not going to go. Is it? <laughs> uh, we just move on now. <laughs> you can't just end it on also. Yeah, we're cut now. Also. <laughs> <laughs> stop. I'm trying to stop laughing. We're not cutting that out. Anyway, yeah, so I hope you um, keep us updated, actually. How you get on? We're, we're intrigued to know your journey. <laughs> I and feel like what I wanted to say is actually really valid, so I'll say it now. Mm. Um, has it always been this way? That's what I said. Does it say that in the message? N- no, it doesn't. That's why I meant, like, was she, like, myself with Richard, I was always like this, so it would be weird for me to then be mates with guys, or has she always been that way? Then if that's the case, then I'm not really sure. Like, when they met, if this was a situation, then I wouldn't even be slightly worried about it in a way because nothing's changed whereas if she had a group of guys and girls and all the girls have fucked off and she's just left with the guys that's concerning yeah but maybe the question is why is he not friends with the same guys yeah she's friends with them why isn't she introducing you to these guys so you can come to these parties and have fun hmm but then again i spend then i wouldn't take wants... jason to a party with all of yours no yes yeah, so if she's trying to say to him these are like my girlfriends but they're guys then, oh, yeah, I wouldn't invite him to it. That's a very sticky, tricky, sticky, vicky situation. Anyway, let us know. Um, another thing I wanted to discuss, a lot of things I wanted to discuss today, but when we were in um, London, it was a London marathon on the Sunday. It was. And I had a random thought... And gee, you might be able to help me on this. What's your random thought? Why the fuck would anyone put themselves through that? Because that was mine. Correct. But I was looking at the leaderboard, and obviously I find it so fascinating. Find it amazing. Um, But the majority of the leaderboards from over the years are from either Kenya or Ethiopia, right? And I just find that amazing. I would like to know. I was looking into it. I thought, why, why are people that are... Kenyan or Ethiopian, why are they so fast at like endurance running? Like, why are they so good at it? Right. I'm intrigued as to why that is. I know obviously from all over, but over the years they have insane times. I was wondering like, is it something to do with genetics or whatnot? So I was reading into it today and I thought about it when I climbed Kilimanjaro and I thought, 
when I was climbing Killy, that was just next to Kenya in Tanzania, all the porters were from that, from the same sort of place. Mm -hmm. And they were powering up that mountain in like two days. And it took me a week, right? Is it because they live in high altitude that they can train and their lung capacity is is bigger so they can run for longer? Definitely plays a huge part in it. If you train at altitude all the time. Yeah. Your blood becomes more oxygenated. You can go for longer. I find that fucking fascinating. And I was thinking, like, is it something to do with, like, the genetic makeup of it? That plays a part, too. You reckon? Genetically, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Or, like, their diet? Like, the density of fibres between fast twitch and slow twitch and stuff, definitely just genetics from that part of the world definitely has a a change in it. Then it's also culture as well, because they've been so good at running for so long. Yeah. Like, we always think, like, because they're from Africa and stuff, we always just assume wrongly that it's a third world country. Yeah. But they've been doing this for so long. They're some of the best sports scientists in the world and know how to get people really good at running. So it's a culture of fitness and training in that part of the world as well. You just grow up with it. Interesting. Imagine you could run like that. I know, that's what I mean. I just find it fascinating. And there's a woman actually, isn't it? It's Sinam Hassan. The lady that won. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, she did, there's a guy, the... Or the guys were significantly faster. I think it's something like 15 minutes faster than the women. Um, but the woman that came first, she in like two hours, 18 minutes. It was her first ever marathon. She was a Dutch lady, but she was actually Ethiopian. I was reading into it, but she was a refugee. She went over to um, the Netherlands when she was 15. But I just thought, imagine that, your first marathon, and you beat literally the world record. Yeah, like you, you won. You are the winner. What the fuck? And the guy, wasn't it the guy that came last? Did it in 19 hours or something? I've seen that what? Before, crossing the line, every yeah. and stuff. That's class. But you know what? Did it faster than me. <laughs> so, well, fair fucks to him. Yeah, actually, right there. But I mean, what did he do? What did he do? Crawl? <laughs> I think he bear crawled out. <laughs> what happened there? Stop for a pint halfway. <laughs> What's that done? Because if you think about it, what could you walk a mile in? What would you walk a mile in on average? Oh, uh, maybe 10 minutes. A mile? Not 30, not 30 minutes. I'm trying to, I don't even quite work it out. I would say you walk a K in, in 10 minutes. No, we did. We just did a one mile test at the track. Yeah. Uh, a few weeks ago. Yeah. And our fastest guys are like five minutes 30. And then some of the girls who were brand new to running and walked portions of it were coming in at like nine, 10 okay. minutes. Okay. So if you times that by 26 then, what the hell was that? So how come it took him so long? This is what I want to know. Because he didn't even walk it. This is what I mean. I think he crawled, perhaps. He must have stopped. But, like, was it a bit of banter? Maybe. <laughs> no, he didn't look like he was having banter, mate. <laughs> One in the morning. Fucked. <laughs> I just wish, like, these people obviously enjoy running to an extent, and I just wish I enjoyed running. Yeah. See if that could just be what your workout was in the morning, steps and your workout in the one. Yeah. A quick 40 minutes or a quick half an hour. Sometimes I feel dusted. like when I run, I can get in the zone, but there's other times where I'm, I, I'm 1K in and I'm like, I need to give up. Same, I get bored. It's mind over matter, I know, but it like, is. I just, it's such a boring thing for me. So boring. Do you know what else I find boring, G? The ski machine. Oh, oh wow. my God, it's hell on earth. <laughs> I, I say that to Richard the other day when I was doing it, I was like, I am so bored <laughs> staring at this fucking monitor. I just can't do it. Do you know what the problem is? exercise that you can watch your time or your whatever. Yeah. Like, a run, you're either watching your time somewhere, really, aren't you? Or, mm. like, treadmill, same thing. Mm. 
that machine, you're watching how long or how many things you can do. No, thanks. We also or the rowing machine. That's the best. The rowing machine, no, thank you. Do you know what me and Zoe did, actually? We did a really hard gym class, didn't we, in London? We did. I'm so glad we did that. I was really proud of us. We really... Because Friday night was meant to be chilled. We just went for dinner, but we did end up having some drinks and one led to, I want to say, seven um, drinks. And we still got up and went to that class and it was at 9.50 in the morning, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was solid. It was actually F45's version of Pilates, which I'm not mad keen on F45, but it was really hard. It was really hard. It was a mix of reformer so the machines were there then there was like two rows of mats and that was like resistance bands ball things that you the pilates balls on, yeah um like all these bits and bobs and it, it was, was just an quite, hour long it was just really high intensity minimal rest yeah um and hard as fuck hit training high intensity pilates yeah. <laughs> Gee, it was. Oh, I swear. <laughs> it was, wasn't it, Zoe? <laughs> I feel like high intensity, not as in like what a workout is. I feel high intensity as in we were fucking highly tense. <laughs> it was fast. <laughs> no, it was actually fast. Because they still do the same thing that F45 do. So if anyone's Gee, been... I would like to take you to reform a Pilates right and you tell me it's not solid. I would love to do it. I just don't see how... Why can't it. you get a couple of machines in here? <laughs> Pilates machines? Yeah, yes. just for us. <laughs> get them in here. Gee, honestly, it's hard I would, as I would, hell. I would like to do it. I'd like to get yeah. stretched out and do that. Mm. It's not even stretching you out. <laughs> my abs are... No, honestly, my abs are still sore <laughs> from that class. And we're, like, four days later. Anyway, um, um, something that I would like to discuss that yeah. I've had quite a bit of stick for since <gasps> last week... What? Is the SWOT analysis situation? <laughs> <laughs> because why did I think it was an A and not an O? It SWOT, is an A. SWOT analysis is an O. Is it? No, it's yep. Not. No, it's S W O T and it's strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And did I not say opportunities and then say no, it's an A? I'm sure I did, or it was in my head anyway. And so many people have messaged like pissing themselves at me being like achievements <laughs> and it's not even an eight it's an O. <laughs> well Zoe you know better than me I had no idea so I'm just clearing that up that opportunities was actually in my head but I just thought it was an A because a SWAT team's an A is it not? <laughs> Tactical team yeah but oh what, yeah so yeah. But what, what, Google says there's an alternative it's strengths weaknesses assumptions and truths oh that's wow. the same as achievements you know what I mean? Same thing. Maybe one's the American version. <laughs> um, have you... Uh, well, Inspiration. Well, yeah, basically. Um, I would just like to know when I can just fucking stop biting my nails, guys. Because it's never going to end. And I was doing so well a few years ago. But anyway, I wanted to get my nails done before this podcast. If, if I'm doing that with my sleeves, that's why. But that reminds me to have a little shout out for our lovely friend, Kirsty Gerard, who Zoe gets her nails done by. I do. And she just opened her nail salon called So Nails in the South Side, and it looks so cute. I'm actually going on Monday, and I cannot wait. She yeah, she's just the went from chick. being like in a salon to having her own salon, and we're so proud of her, aren't we? She, we are, and she does all those. She does like the best manicures ever, but she does that nice um, deluxe manicure where she gets all the like the Byredo 
hand scrubs. And you and, get like a scrub-a-dub-dub. Oh, she's just fantastic at nails. So I've never actually had that from her, so if you're listening... Kirsty, for this lovely shout-out... I'll actually be gives like, a little hand so scrub. I'll just ask her. But yeah, she's opened that, so everyone check it out. Yeah. Um, but I also well, I wanted to bring me on to a couple of things that I'm loving this week that I've purchased for myself. Right, shared it with us all. And then, then I want you to share, tell me something that you've bought yourself because you've been treating yourself a lot, Miss Lady Lou. So you can tell me. See if you don't treat yourself, Jess, who will? Exactly. Who will, eh? So... I bought myself, makeup-wise, because I'm a Pesca blush girl from Vive, I bought the new Sunset Blush in shade Pesca, so, like, the the cream blush version that Vive right. had bought out. Yep. I tried it in London, loved it. And then I also bought what I'm liking, the Iconic Brow Gel. So I ran out of my yellow um, got, got to, to be, be, which I do still love. <clears throat> and it's obviously like four quid. And this one was like £18, but with my discount code, I think I got it for like 14 quid. And it was it's really good. I haven't got it on today though, but it's like soap brows, but really sticks them up when you push your finger mm. down on it. And then kitchen-wise, I bought myself um, a My Place saucepan. Have you seen them? No, I've seen you post about it, but can you tell me what's special about this? So not only does it look fantastically beautiful, but it's also a pan that you can does like, I think this one is like 10 in one. So you can do all these same sort of stuff, but it also comes with like a, a metal grate that you can steam your fish, vegetables, saute, grill, fry. It's oven proof. It's also got this fantastic, so they say, nonstick coating, which most pans say they're nonstick and over time, they're not, and it's also not a toxic non-stick pan, so you need to be careful when you look at non-stick because that can be quite toxic, some of them. I would honestly never think of any of the things you've just said. Well, you should. Um, no wonder men's sides are fucked. A lot of people toxins. had messaged me when I posted it saying that they love it, they've had it for years, and then a couple of people had said they were conscious about investing in it because it's like over 100 quid for this pan. That, that would make me sick on yeah. a household object. I know, but it would last you a lifetime. It's a bit like the Crusade, the cast iron pots. They last you... My nan get passed me down one, and she'd had it since she was a young girl. Like, they last you a lifetime. Or maybe, so they, maybe, so they should. maybe it'll come with age. Yeah. Sorry. Seeing you're saying La Crusade in last week's episode, yeah. I thought you were talking... Is it not a clothing brand that's La Crusade or something? I think that is you were talking about kitchen. Yes, it's <laughs> kitchen a sauce appliances. pungy. I thought, it was like a, I thought it was like a fashion brand. No! It's like a cast mm. iron... Orange. You know what it is? The orange pots. No. They've been around for years. No. My well, mum actually has um, one yeah. of them, which... She does. I cooked in it when I was at yours. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> um, but I would just never, like... I would never think to buy anything like that. But it, maybe it will come with age, as I said. You, know? you can get them so well discounted in, I think... But when Phoenix was open back... I don't know if that still is a thing, but they used to sell them discounted... Mm. There's also a shop at Livingston Outlet, and there's also TK Maxx, I think. TK Maxx, I was going to say, you do see them in there. Yeah, well worth it. Mm. Fantastic saucepans. But, um, yeah, I got this one, so I'll let you know how it is, but a few of the reviews said that over time the non-stick wears off if you cook something on a really high heat. So like the design to cook them on a low heat, yeah. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it's so beautiful. I can't wait to use it. But you know what I'm like? I get excited about kitchen stuff, so if anyone else is the same as me, then... I'll let you know. Oh, I'm sure you've got an audience. I think we've 
discovered that already. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what I've treated myself to. I did get a pair of trainers delivered to um, the hotel in London. I'm very, um, what's the word, known for my hotel deliveries, actually. <laughs> um, it's a last-minute thing that I like to do, just, you know, keep myself on my toes. <laughs> um, nice. So I got some new balance delivered to there. Um, I can share a picture. They're like... Kind of navy, blue, bit of cream going on. Yeah. With different colourway. They're really nice. So treats myself to them. Um, what else for treats myself to? Well, I just got some new jeans and stuff for the weekend there. Where were your jeans from? Zara. Oh, were they? Just some white Zara jeans, a wee top, a wee grey blazer. That was my outfit. So some clothes bits. And then I'd got some Vive as well, but I got the, the powder blusher. That you were just talking. Did you get the pesca one? Yeah, I love it. It's so good. Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. And do you know what I do have in my makeup bag that I forget about a lot? The Skin Nova. Gorgeous. But I did put that on at the weekend because I was trying to be like passionate about my makeup before I went out on Saturday, mm. do you know what I mean? Put a bit of effort in. Um but yeah, I think that's about it. I can't think of anything else I bought apart from just endless amounts of trainers that no one needs. I know. But you... I do need them. You have an addiction, Zoe. I love trainers so much. That's the only thing me and Richard have in common. Mm, Richard, is, it's getting ridiculous now. Um, I had a word with him last week, but, you know. <laughs> um, but talking of jeans, I really I think we spoke <clears> about <throat> this in Jilly's episode, but I really need to invest in some... I had a hyper and Levi's, but they don't actually fit me very nice when I sit down and things. They make me feel quite uncomfortable. Mm. But the weekday jeans are unbeatable for me. I agree. I think they're good as well. And I need to get some of the... I can't remember what the particular brand is, but we can share it on the stories after this podcast. But there's a particular style that I love that I think suits everyone. Mm. And I really need to invest in a few more colourways of it because... What I also realised is when people were starting to wear like mid-rise and low waist again recently, I was having like a bit of a nervous breakdown. And um, <laughs> I thought I could never not wear high-waisted. Like it keeps me tucked in. But what I've actually realised recently is... High waisted definitely bulges at the belly at the bits that I don't want it to. Yes. And mid rise is actually quite good for that. Mm. Because that sits on the bulgy bulge bulge. Right. Whereas high waist I feel digs in above and almost enhances the bulgy bulge bulge. Do you remember Joni Jeans from Topshop? Absolutely I remember. Them. <laughs> they were so high waisted <laughs> and so skinny. They were like sprayed on. That was just like... By the way, if anyone wears them, I'm not knocking them, but I, when I wore them, I was like, whoa. That was just like glamified, like, leggings, essentially, wasn't yeah. it? I remember having a black textured pair that were more like, you're going out and I put them on like a big, massive platform wedge and a crop top. Yeah. And they were the most, like, flattering. I actually know there's a picture on my Instagram and I'll share it. <laughs> Sorry, did you ever wear American apparel disco pants? Absolutely, I've got a picture of them as well. <laughs> they were, like, navy blue ones I had. I wore them so much that where I chafed at my thigh, they were rubbing away. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I loved them so much. But see, when they were out, you wore them with um, Nike blazers. Do you remember? The shoes that came back quite recently. I think I wore them with stripper heels. No, but that was like, like you wore them out and about with Nike uh, blazers and then you yeah, wore them yeah. at night with your big wedges with ankle strap. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad we did that at the same time. It's it's well to think what you were doing with them on and what I was doing with them on because I must yeah. have been about thirteen years old. You wouldn't want to know what I was getting up to. Them I'm not sure you. I'm not sure you would know either, which is more concerning. 
And um, also just reminded me, because I've just got a waft of it there, but I, I, I keep shouting about it, but I don't think I spoke about it on the podcast. But that... I know what you're going to say and don't, because I can't get it. Yeah, why? You've got to say the Zara perfume. Can you not? Never in shot. that out as well? Probably. <laughs> no. Uh, Fields at Nightfall Zara perfume. Sorry, I had to say it. It's just so good and it's 15 quid and everyone loves a bargy bog. Is it better than Flowers in the Wind? Flowers in the Wind. Did we ever speak about that? I think we might have, We yeah. did. It's the Jimmy Choo fragrance, the old M&S uh, New York, New York perfume that I missed dearly, but I found what it was a dupe of and it was the Jimmy Choo. And why was it called Flowers in the Wind? Because, <laughs> because <laughs> I came home one day, sprayed it on, and you know when you come in from like a fresh, like cold day and you just smell sort of like like yeah. flowers in the wind <laughs> Richard gave me a hug and he went I went, do I smell nice he went wow you smell like flowers in the wind <laughs> we were <laughs> fucking pissing wet we so he so we ended up calling it flowers in the wind oh bless his heart bless his soul <clears throat> anyway should we wrap up yeah that was just a very enjoyable episode. It was. I, I like to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we end it with a song? Somebody messaged. Somebody messaged me today saying, um, "Sorry, my brain." Somebody messaged me today saying, um, "Every time you say see you next Tuesday at the end of the podcast, I feel like you're calling us all C-U-N-T's. I was like, "Yeah, we are." <laughs> Donut. Yeah, that That's was my whole point. On Tuesday. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, see ya. But I've got a song. Go on. Goodbye, goodbye, my friends, goodbye. Do you know what that's from? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Big Blue Bear in a Big Blue House? I didn't watch that, Zoe. I was probably a teenager with my disco right. pants. But go on then, sing it now it's time to go. Well, there you go from the Big Blue Bear over there. I can't remember the next bit, which, which is the, ne- the best bit, but anyway. Maybe, okay, people well. could, maybe people could send in song requests because you love karaoke and it can be like a... And gee, you could be our backing singer. No, no. You I'm could like play the, the drums or something. But anyway, you're getting carried to the ammo. Sorry. Off. Okay, see ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>